genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome, everybody, to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have some very special guests with us today, George and Neil from Mogwai Minute. Welcome, guys. Hello. 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 Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to have you guys on the show. Oh, we're excited Thanks to be here. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, we're totally... <laughs> I have words that aren't coming out right now. <laughs> <laughs> but they're there in my heart. They're, they're there. We, we appreciate that. We, we had so much fun. We feel them. You don't have to say them. It's fine. No, we know what you mean. We had so much <laughs> fun recording important. with you guys for your show that I was just like, we have to have them on. <laughs> so I'm glad this worked out. Fantastic. I, I find no, it. We had such good fun with you guys on the show too, so we're very happy to be here. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yes, this is we... also the first time I've ever recorded a podcast with Neil that isn't ours, so it feels really? like we're recording our podcast, yes. Well, this is going to oh, be fun. Funny. <laughs> yeah. I think we've only recorded a couple times when we have like had dual guests yeah, on. Yeah, it's usually you because you're the one that has all the equipment available. And, well, no, I mean, this is the uh, first time that we've had multiple guests on at once, right? No. No, uh, no, no, not at all. Who else did we have uh, at the same time? We had, I thought we had another, we've had Cassandra and Norman. Mm-mm, we had them separately. We recorded with them. Oh, we recorded with them for their show. You're Same right. thing when we recorded on um, Spinal Tap and was... on this on uh, Mogwai, but yeah, we've never had two guests at the same time on ours. Oh. We are groundbreakers, and it only wow. took right? you almost the entire movie to get there. I know, it took <laughs> yeah. us over two hours, but it worked out. All right. Uh, well, that's hey, cool. Whatever works. Whatever, whatever works. Yeah, whatever. Hey, yeah. hey guys, with, without wanting to go like straight into a plug for our own show, <laughs> um, the, the Mogwai Minute. The Mogwai Minute. <laughs> <laughs> like Mogwai the, Minute. Mogwai oh, Minute. God. Yeah, we can. <laughs> nope, we can do it. Nope, we can nope. do it. Um, nope. Uh, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. Sounds really like it should be the Gremlins mantra. <laughs> that makes sense. That totally makes sense. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's definitely their prerogative. Right. Exactly. And that's usually what we are up to is no good. So we <laughs> kind of apply. Up to no good. <laughs> and I also, sorry, I just wanted to say, right, like I love Harry Potter in these movies. Um, I'm not an expert on the Harry Potter world, so I, I hope I don't incur the wrath of any of your listeners or <laughs> no. any kind of hate posts on your Facebook group. Uh, oh, I, I hope you do. <laughs> uh, right. You know, like, uh, I don't know, you know like, actually. No, just to muddy the waters, anytime I say something that might be interaccurate, I'll say it in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everyone that Neil? Maybe, I can't tell. <laughs> oh. How, um... How did you guys get interested in Harry Potter? Like, Neil, I know you said you're a huge fan. Um, did you read the books first, or did you find the movies first? Well, I'm British, so... <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So they were given that's to him it. at birth. He goes, that's my excuse. <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> no, I, I read the first book. Um, I haven't gone on to read any of the other books, because I kind of just got started on the movies, and I just loved the movies so much, and I... I'm, I'm sure I will go to the books one time, but uh, just haven't done it. 
Um, sure. So yeah, I'm not a, a great kind of like, oh, this is different in the book or the movie because I just I, I I don't know. I have got the audio books, um, so I've got those to listen to at some point as well. But I've got a huge pile of audio books, uh, not literally. Stephen Pref, Stephen Fry or Jim Dale? It's this. I've got the Stephen Fry one. Oh. <sighs> so I have the um, Jim Dale one on my phone. That's uh, so that's love, in my queue to, to listen to at some point, but. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, growing up uh, in the UK, and and I was in London when these were coming out, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it was um, just one of those. You know, it was always a big event. It was always a, a big movie event when when these came out, and uh, you just couldn't escape it. It was everywhere. So yeah. I would always go to the to the movies to see it. I would always go to the theater to see it. Um, I like to try and go to things that I'm interested in on like the opening night if I can. And I still do that today. Um, but if it's not opening night, it's kind of like, you know, a day or two after. So I will have gone to see all of these like on opening night or, or very close to. Um, and because you, you, you want to kind of be able to then talk about it straight away with mm-hmm. all your friends and everything like that. So um, I, they're always big events. These uh, they were when when they came out, these movies. Yeah. What about you, George? Um, I was seeing a girl back in my early 20s whose mother was an elementary school teacher, and she gave her the first three books and said, you should read these. And she brought them home, and I looked at them and like, what the heck is this crap? What's this Harry Potter? What is that? She's like, I don't know. My mom said I should read them. I'm like, whatever. And so she started reading the first one, and then she went to work one day, and I had the day off, so I'm sitting at her place, and I pick up the first one. I'm like, sure, why not? I've read most of the Babysitter Club books. Why not this? So I started reading, and by the time she got home, I was about two-thirds of the way through. Nice. And she said, you can't read my book before I'm done. I'm like, you shut up. You'll get it back. But I'm going to finish this book. (laughs) And then completely then proceeded to tear through the first three books ravenously and then went back and read them again multiple times before the fourth one came out. And since then, it's just been, you know, a regular thing. Yeah. I was actually at a thrift store. This past weekend, and came across two of the later novels in amazing condition in hardback, and I don't I, like I've read them twenty five times. I bought them anyway. Yeah, that's oh, that, that makes me happy. I uh, yeah. they were definitely so the, movies the series the same that I reread the most. Um, just every time a new book came out, I devoured the whole series over again. I I could not get enough. Um, it makes me so happy that we're we're the ones that get to be able to go through these movies because it was the same sort of thing. Like, we went and picked up the books at midnight. We went to the movies at like right when they opened. Like, I don't. They were definitely were like a huge. They were like a they were a phenomenon at the time that they were coming out. Oh yeah, and I mean they still still are. They're still yeah. very real. They're like Lord yeah. of the Rings as far as like their cultural resonance goes. It's just you know, written by a young British single mother, not a stuffy British scholar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, I love Lord of the Rings, but um, they both have similar impact levels, I think. Oh, yeah, I totally Lord Rings, agree. Lord of the Rings listeners, bring it on. Come on, let's talk about it. <laughs> I think for me, <laughs> we, the, we've the talked about Lord of the Rings men at a ton. Hmm? We've talked oh, about Lord a lot of, of crossovers. Ton on our show. There's so much. Mm. Um, I think for me, the books, because they got kind of bigger and bigger in terms of their length, it yeah. kind of put it put me off a little. I, I wasn't really a big reader at that point in my life, and and I since have become, and I read mm-hmm. a lot now. But I, back then I wasn't, and and I, d- I think I just got put off by the length. I mean, I, I think I remember seeing Goblet of Fire, and it was like I don't oh, know, Goblet like of Fire, four inches huge. thick or something. I'm just like, mm-hmm. and I'm actually not a fast reader. 
I, I'm not a speed reader. I don't know, but then you so open it, it and me... you see, like, the uh, the font, and the font isn't very, like, small. That's, That's what true. I always look at. If I look at a really thick book, but then I open it and it has tiny font, I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, no. But if it has, like, really decent, like, good-sized font, I'm like, oh, mm. okay. So most of the length is space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I broke my fear recently of big books because I recently read um, a Winston Churchill biography by William Manchester. Wow which is three volumes. It's about 3,000 pages long in total. And um, it took me a year. And that font and is you like tiny. big books and you cannot lie. Well, it just... It, it, I got over this. Uh, I've got a, now gotten over my fear of big books. So now I feel like I can go back <laughs> and, re-read, and, and read through all of this, uh, this wonderful series. Yeah, I'm really excited for you too. I I, uh, I would love I would love to be able to talk to you about the books uh, if, you, if you decide to sit and read them. I think it'd be great. Well, when you watch Gremlins, Gary, I'll read the books and we'll. Oh, I have off. watched Gremlins. We watched it now. So, like, we need you to finally talk. Finally finished it. Finally I did. Finally. I did. I think I'm gonna watch it again because I want to take some notes. But uh, you should do that. Yeah. I think I'm going to. That'll be fun. We should. Um, we should probably get into the minute. Mm, that's right. Oh yeah. Let's do that today. Harry Potter minute. Harry. Po- uh, no. No, that's not how it goes. See? See? <laughs> like, it doesn't, it's not so fun the other way around now, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Today on Harry Potter Minute, we're talking about Minute 126. Uh, minute 126 starts with Ron checking the king, and it ends with Harry checking the king. Um, True. That I sounded liked, like a George it. intro, a, kind of the stickness <laughs> of it. Almost. Almost. Well, I mean... I think learned, I think the beginning is very is is pretty <laughs> is pretty spot on because it it starts like right on the cusp between the end of last week and the beginning of this week mm. with Ron saying check as as his mm. knight moves in front of the in front of the in front of the king um, knowing that the queen is going to come and take his piece so this is it like this moment right here like the very beginning of this moment this is Ron's hero moment like his sacrifice in this movie. He gets appropriate Superman-esque music to accompany it. He does. It's uh, it's very intense music. Um, that's like my first note. It just all caps. Most intense. Like cellos and trumpets just going mm-hmm. to the wall. I really like it. I was thinking about this too. The um, when we really get a glimpse of the Queen as she's turning to uh, to move toward Ron. I didn't talk about it last week, but the the Queen and King pieces are very similar. Um, I think the only mm. major difference is like the weapon that they have. Like the queen, it looks yeah, like she's got more of a like a, a lance. She gets yeah. a big stick. Well, it's like a spear or something. I think I'm not really. But sure. She's the one bouncing around all the board, doing all the real work, and the king just stands there like boop, 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 boop. That's the chess. only thing the king does is drop I mean, his yeah, sword. Yeah, that's, when he's that's chess. The the king yeah, can only move one space at a time. Can, can we take? Do you mind? Can we take a little step back here? Yes. Can we talk about this chess game? Okay, sure. Right, because Let's... I did you guys talk uh, last week about um, about Jeremy Silman? No, we did not. Okay. Tell me about Jeremy Silman. So they brought in this uh, international chess master, Jeremy Silman, to construct this whole chess scene so that it actually stands up legitimately move by move. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah, I think we so, mentioned that that you don't actually get to see a lot of the pieces move across the board because yeah, I, literally I think one of the minutes we have last week is just 
a montage of chess pieces exploding. Like we don't really actually see how they're chess interacting montage. with each other. Mm. Yeah. So he came up with this whole um, set sequence of moves. So it, in, uh, what he wanted to do was to establish um, the White Queen as the villain of this of this sequence, right? Okay. And to be honest, I mean, you know, when you look at her, she is quite sinister. When she, mm-hmm. with the fingers crossed in front of her face, and when she does that kind of slow turn, she's pretty scary. Oh, but the, absolutely. But the whole sequence was supposed to be that, that Ron sacrifices himself, because this was the instruction that he needed, uh, for, from that he got from the producers, right? Mm-hmm. So Ron sacrifices himself, and then Harry goes on to take the White Queen to kind of avenge Ron's death, oh. or, you know, the, the, of his peace. And, um, and then goes and checkmates the king. So he was really proud of this, and he spent weeks kind of conceiving of this this set piece. And then they filmed a bunch of it, and then they obviously realized that this is taking far too long in in the movie, and so we're going to chop, 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 and you end up with what we get, which is completely incoherent. And if you just watch this Mm -hmm. movie, you cannot tell what's going on at all with this chess game, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love that there actually is, like... A legitimate chess match that this guy created that that's kind of been lost here. I mean, that doesn't surprise me because they're mm. always just like those chess grandmasters. And yeah. I remember, uh, oh my gosh, and I don't remember his name, but I remember like uh, when I was a kid, there was like a big chess chess match that was like televised, and like this one guy uh, who was really really well known for being like the best chess player was finally defeated and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe like that was the same guy who went um, against the the computer for the first time. Like oh, yeah. he went against a computer program Blue that did Blue. chess. Uh, yes, yes, uh, way back when. So like, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me that they would actually go the full, you know, attention to detail mm. and actually get someone who knew chess really well to actually make an actual game. Mm. It's just a shame that you can't actually follow it, mm-hmm. considering the way it's uh, edited. But at the same time, you can win a you can win a chess match in like three moves. I think is the lowest number of moves you can do. Mm-hmm. So he could have shortened it down a little bit. I think. Well, that would be no fun, <laughs> now would it? It would make it a little bit more coherent and easier to film if he's like, "Oh, this is the seven moon chess match. Perfect. We'll slot this in there." Now that would be like, amazing well, too is, because if you get to Garen watch, but it's Deep supposed Blue to be a trial. If you get to watch, if if Ron took the king in three moves. That would be the most amazing thing. It would have made him look awesome. Like, yeah. whoa, Ron yeah. is so Not only is this already amazing. the best played chess match that, that Dumbledore has seen this many years, <laughs> but but he did it Spoilers. in three moves. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Yeah, I guess they need to take Ron and Hermione out at this point, don't they? So they both need to be... So Ron, Ron's sacrifice obviously takes him out, and then Hermione needs to stay and look after him. Letting mm-hmm. Harry progress on his own. I guess we'll get there. Yeah. Well, it's always either interesting or somewhat eye-rolling to see the contrived nature in which they are removed from the equation so that it is only Harry at the very end. Mm-hmm. The other, I feel yeah. like this is one of them. Mm. We we talked a little bit about it um, in relation to the book, because in the book, there's the, after this, there's the uh, 
there is the um, the logic puzzle. The, yeah, exactly. With the potions. Yeah, the, the, with the potions, mm-hmm. and and she cannot go forward because the way the puzzle dictates it. This is more like well, oh, um, yeah, Ron fell down. He exactly. Going with me. Exactly. Wait, so what, we, that was we talked about it because, care of him. because in the book, yeah, in the yeah in the book, they have that logic puzzle with the potions, and one they're they're in a room that has. Uh, kind of fire blocking the way forward and the way back. And one of the one of the vials of potion gives you uh, the ability to go through the fire and go back the way you came and one lets you move forward. And he has to like solve this. Well, Hermione solves this logic puzzle. And Because uh, one of the potions is the poison, one of them, you know. Yeah, it's all, all yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Right. Figure out which one's which. And uh, the one that lets you go forward um, deliberately only has enough for one mouthful, like like barely enough for one person oh, to pass right. through. So right. so it seems that whoever set up the room intended that only one person would be able to get through the through that doorway. <laughs> yeah, funny that. <laughs> yeah, we talked a lot about like sort of the manipulations of Dumbledore behind the scenes and like how much did he really know and yeah. um is he sort of aware that he's like setting up this setting Harry up like a like 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 Harry is a piece of this chess match that Dumbledore's playing. Oh for sure. For oh. sure, the, yeah. So, the, why did they leave this potion one out of the movie? Just pacing, do you think? I, I, yeah, I think it oh, must have to be, be because like, we've it, we've only cut they've only cut um, bits of chapters. Like there hasn't been like big major things that have been cut out of this movie, but it all seems to be for time. Like they they leave as much in as they can, and the movie's still two and a half hours long. Like I don't think yeah. you could include everything that we would like them to unfortunately yeah, i think in the book there's like there's a there's a task set by every single teacher at school so there's like <laughs> eight or nine or something you have to go through it's ridiculous yeah there there so are yeah there's the, at least two or three more that, that are we haven't here. seen in the movie yeah so okay can we just can we talk about like the ones that we've already had yeah for a sec? Sure. is that right because well mm-hmm. i'm i'm a little disappointed that we missed fluffy uh, oh, oh, I'm so right. sorry that you were <laughs> fluffy. Particularly Fluffy's gunge. Oh, Gary, no. Fluffy's Why moist would you do that gunge. So uh, moist and gungy. So gross. It's my least favorite <laughs> it part of the movie. just makes me think of grunge. And I'm like, right. Gunge. gunge. It's, it's, gunge. Oh, it's not slime. It's it's more viscous. and It's like egg whites. <laughs> it has a consistency of egg whites. Gross. So, Gary, you've gross. got big dogs, right? Are they uh, Are they the same size as Fluffy? Not quite. Not even close. Not quite. The, I don't think they're even as big heads. as. They got three heads. They're even as big as Fang. <laughs> yeah, they have three heads. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, that was my next question, know. actually. Are they? You're gonna say they... amazing. I don't know if that's amazing. Because <laughs> Fang like is like a, a regular sized giant dog, right? Are they as big as yeah. Fang? No, they're not quite. They're not quite as big as Fang. Okay. Fang in the movie is like a mastiff, so he's yeah, probably got huge. like 30, 40 pounds on the dogs that uh oh. that we have. Mm-hmm. But do your dogs drool still? You must deal with a lot of drool. Not, not as, not quite so much. It's not as. Uh, I feel like it's different for, especially for Fang, because Fang has that like because he's a mastiff and he's got that really kind of droopy face. Like you get the same sort of thing you get with yeah, exactly the same sort of thing you get with like a bulldog or with yeah. like a um like a pug. Like their their snouts very compacted and so you just get a lot of like snot and slobbering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Your dog, your dogs are Norwegian Ridgebacks, right? though <laughs> that's a dragon but close <laughs> they're 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 called rhodesian ridgebacks and i looked a little Cl- bit same thing it's they're, the same. yeah they're 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 the ones their hair grows backwards on their spine so it looks like yeah. their hair is already sticking up on their back 
And uh, when we first got them, I looked them up, and apparently they were originally bred to hunt lions. Oh, good lord! Isn't that really? amazing? Oh, wow! Right. Yeah, they're like a hundred pounds. Gary, you lion? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's insane. No, because there's uh, there's so many lions here in San Diego. Oh yeah, all all the, well, whatever. Just don't take him to the zoo. <laughs> just uh, no, just don't no, take no. him to the zoo. Oh my god, I can't imagine. Like, just we have we have two dogs, um, Mickey and Shadow, and they're both. They're brother and sister, and they're both, like, big 90-pound. And I don't know. I don't know if the two... I, the thought of the two of them two taking on a lion... Two of them are going to tag-team a lion. Yeah. <laughs> take it down. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even want to... That would be insane. You'll have an awesome, like, lion skin rug. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be great. That'd be great. The dogs will have oh, giant man. bones to gnaw on, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'd the be bones. so... <laughs> bones? Bones? Bones. Wrong show. Um, oh God. All right, Devil's Snare. It really yes, does. It snare. really doesn't live up to its name, does it? Not really. It's like, wait, just just relax, and it lets you go. It's it like, snares come on, you. Come on, come on, Satan. Until you relax. You can do better than that. You know, I didn't. We didn't really dig into it too much, but Hermione does say that, like, like if if you keep struggling, it'll only kill you faster. So like maybe because of the way the room is set up, they fall, f- they like fall through the floor when the devil stare gets them. But in the wild, you would just be like pulled under the earth and devoured by the mm. devil's snare. I think the layout of the room. Just, is definitely I think you'd just be benefit. suffocated by it. You know, just be suffocated. That's all. Oh, that's all. Just that's- a slow oxygen death. Oh no, that'd be horrifying. I don't like that. I was um, I was listening when you guys were talking in minute 116 and you spent about five minutes talking about the layout of this whole series of rooms. You know, is it, mm-hmm. is it the whole third floor? Is it then the basement? Is, has this room been extended to incorporate this? And guys, magic. It's all <laughs> magic. The, I mean, devil, the devil snare root system, magic. And you know what? That has, that, that <laughs> but I want so an answer. Answers before no. it's just like you know, magic you, is based also in physics. We've got on our show our own generic excuse for everything, and that is that it's the eighties. And <laughs> okay, apply that no, that to works. Number of no, things. That totally works. Yours is like the ultimate generic excuse for everything. Magic. It's magic. Like something doesn't make sense. But we do magic. I think that tends to be the uh, way we solve. Neil, a lot I'm ninety five percent sure J.K. Rowling banked on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know? right? It's yes. magic. No kidding. I certainly don't discourage active discussion about all of these points, though, because obviously that's the fun part. <laughs> I, I do like everything being chalked up to 80s. I'm like, yeah, it's 80s. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. That, totally make, that, that, uh, that works completely. If you don't like it, go drink a new Coke. <laughs> new Coke, <laughs> yes. All right, and then oh, I the, was, the I next it was a one. Full fat Coke. Oh, sorry, guys. No, that's a full fat Coke, which is a whole different story altogether and just as gross. <laughs> just as gross. So when Ron is like sitting on the back of this horse and he's staring at the queen coming at him and the music is playing and it's like, why doesn't he just, you know, get off the horse instead of just sitting and waiting for it to hit? Why is that? Why is that? I don't think he's allowed to do that. Here, you say that, but the queen hits the horse not ron yeah. so she kills the piece not ron ron falls off and you can see he's still breathing so you know he's not dead so therefore there's no magical thing like oh this person must be dead in order for me to consider this 
conquered. So he could have just jumped off. She knocks the piece down, and then there we go. Yeah, I think I think there's got to be like a timing. There's got to be like some timing element to it. Like if he hits the if his heat feet hit the board, it's like he's he and the knight, the like horse he's riding, are like a, a single piece, and you can't mm. move your piece in mid game. It's why I don't know if it's in this minute or the next. Yeah, it's in this minute when uh, when Harry tells Hermione not to move because they're still playing. Mm. Um, I think I think that that would like either invalidate their move or like I feel like I feel like him moving while the queen is taking his piece is like an invalid chess move. I, yeah, I don't it shows know. the difference between bravery and wisdom. I think he could have jumped <laughs> off as well. I'm trying to explain it away. And I'm what's like, magic? Who knows? Like, why is he on the back of a piece and he's part of a piece? Because and, like, Harry and Ron are just like there. Because there were two pieces. missing pieces. That's what I'm there saying. There were like, three missing pieces. I still think that's weird. That there's two. It's like a Raw Doll book. Instead of three. And he gets to be on the back of a piece. And they're, they're there like, weren't missing pieces in the book. We talked about this last week. In the mm. book. Ron he tells him to move. Yeah. Guys, yeah, that, he's like, "Hey, you get up!" Away. Guys, mm-hmm. it's magic. Magic. In the in the book, is he riding on the back <laughs> of the magic. horse? Hmm. In the book, is he riding no, on the I back of the horse, or does he, he get the hit by the? So, so does does he take the blow from the queen? That's intense. From what I remember, I thought so. Well, good thing I guess she isn't given a sword, even though I feel like her walking around with a big stick doing all the dirty work while the queen king stands there with the sword is very ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he's That's just toe hanging up out. from the he's flow. He's watching. Up. Everyone else just does his dirty work. Oh. So, yeah, well, he's and the like king. I said, I don't he know why they're worried. The it's obvious he's still breathing. They just give him a little bit of unicorn blood, he'll be fine. <laughs> no, but then he'll be cursed. Well, well, well come on. Half life's better than none, right? <laughs> I guess so. And if it's just a little bit, there's got to well, be a shelf life you know, on that. It can't last forever. They're on their way to go find the Philosopher's Stone. They could they could make the elixir of life for him on the way. There you go. And also, so here's the thing: unicorn blood. It's one thing to kill a unicorn to drink its blood, but if someone takes unicorn blood and gives it to somebody else without them knowing it, is that the same thing? It's ma- who knows? It's magic. <laughs> no, don't yes. you say magic, Gary. <laughs> don't don't go to the dark side. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I don't know. <laughs> we didn't dig very. I feel like the act of killing a unicorn makes it that much worse. But oh, yeah. no, I think like if someone kills the unicorn the and was like, "Here, have some blood," <laughs> then does it not affect the person who's just like drinking? Well, this person's it on their deathbed. Let's give them some unicorn blood yeah, to yeah. to keep them alive. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's. I, I feel like, I feel like that kind of would be an act of goodwill thing. and intent, and therefore would negate the negative nature of killing unicorns. So I feel like it might actually work. Hey, guess what? Loophole. There we go. We'll uh, we'll keep that in mind next time we need w- when someone's mortally ill. Well, you just be careful blood. how you go about getting the unicorn blood, Gary. <laughs> we. Uh, oh, I wanted. Uh, I wanted to reference that the minute we had on Mogwai, like. The, the 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 science teacher drawing the blood from um, oh yeah Mr. Hansen. yeah what was what was the one I wonder that, what curative properties you, Mogwai blood has Earl Earl the Mogwai Earl the Mogwai yeah <laughs> we'll draw his blood <laughs> I think Ron's oh, making a bit of a big deal of this to be honest he's being over dramatic yeah 
He had a little fall. It's like a one meter fall. He did fall on his side, though. That can be quite nasty, can't it? If you fall right he's, on your hip. He's laying there yeah. awake, like I'm just gonna stay laying here because if I do, Hermione will give me so much attention. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's faking like, it now. He's like Harry. Why are you telling her not to move? He's like, no, she's gonna come over here. Like, <laughs> just like I want, my, I want Hermione to make her move. He's like, you, Harry, just go, just go, Harry, just go. There's a there's a hey, shot. Why are you of blocking like... me, dude? Go on, George. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm good. You're good. <laughs> there's a there's a shot of um, when the queen actually stabs the horse, and it's like a few frames, and it's definitely not Rupert Grint on the back of that horse. Ooh. See, now I have to. Oh my god, you are so right. I paused it right as it's going in. That, and that is guy not is some definitely older guy. too old. He's like some 20 year old guy. <laughs> this is the most amazing thing. How did I not see this when I was taking my notes? This is too dangerous for some 11 year old. Oh my god, look <laughs> yeah. at that guy. Because it's magic, this Gary. Is even 11 year olds can't do their own stunts. Rupert, okay. Rupert Grint sipped a little bit of polyjuice potion before he jumped on the back of the horse and did that. And it just kicked in as the horse happened to get struck. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he gets knocked unconscious, it goes away. It's magic. That, yeah, that, it faded real quick. It's magic. It's good. It's magic. <laughs> Does Ron? Uh, so before, me. Be, before Ron sacrifices himself nobly, and it is noble. I mean, this is Ron's big moment, so we shouldn't take that away from him. Again, bravery versus wisdom. I don't know about that, but you know, I guess that's he gets why the job he's not done. a Ravenclaw. Now, yeah. on the basis that we know Harry is not a chess player. Yeah. No. Has Ron actually? How much confidence does Ron have? that Harry is actually going to make the right move and checkmate the king. Well, he tells him. He says, okay, he in the last it, minute, yeah. he says, okay, I will check the queen. I mean, I will check the king, and then you, and then when she kicks me, you take the queen. Right. Mm-hmm. Or that's take the king or n- something like that. But that's not, yeah. like, that's not entirely explicit. Like, he doesn't say, and you move from this square to this square, Harry, and then, because, like, well, this guy's never played chess before, right? Like, Harry knows well, a no, little bit of Harry chess. He knows Ron, enough to... Ron did show Harry how to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, we Ron don't... Christmas. Ron's been playing scene... Harry in chess all year. Well, you assume. We That's only see magic. them play one You definitely see it around Christmas time whenever he's playing his pieces. That he yeah. is playing with Harry and showing him how to play. Mm-hmm. Right. That's but, the and, foreshadowing yeah, match, yeah, but no, the rest so, of the okay. matches so you don't this, see. There's an establishment scene at Christmas, right? And the two guys are playing, and that's fine, right? But if, you, if you've if you never yes. played chess before, and you've only been shown this one time, and maybe they've played more, I don't know. Um, but as far as watching this movie is concerned, all we, all, all we know for sure is that they've played in this previous game together. I don't know mm-hmm. how easy it is to pick up chess because it's a long time since I learned how to play chess. Um, but if you just play one time, I don't know. You might want to be a bit more specific about, and then you've got to move your your piece right to that square there, so that you're checkmating him in this direction. I don't know. It's not the easiest game just to kind of pick up. That's that's no. But if you've if played it enough, when you can say, okay, when I do this, Harry, you take the king, and Harry knows he's a bishop. Then he knows what to do, so he goes and does it. Yeah, he he knows that he has to move diagonally across the board to this mm. space where he's lined up with the king, so that he can. I feel like there's, especially looking at the way the destruction across the board lays, it feels like there probably is only one spot that Harry can go to check the king. Maybe, well, maybe People that's right. That many more options. Maybe the fact that he does just do it means that they have been playing kind of all year. Yeah, I feel like it has. 
it's definitely been a while since Christmas. Like we've just gone through exams. So they played mm. the first, if, if the first time they played was Christmas, it's still been four or five months. Right. So I would, yeah, be, I, I think that he playing. might have at least picked up a little bit, even if he's not particularly good at the game. I, I think in the book, he definitely recognizes what Ron is doing before Ron declares that he's going to make that sacrifice. Right. Um, like he sees it because, because they have been playing at least for a little while together. I think even in the movie last week, I think uh, like Harry recognizes what Ron's doing, and then Hermione right. has to yeah. question, like, "What do you mean?" Because no she doesn't wrong. know chess. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So you give me this, Harry. You give me this. <laughs> this is as good as it gets for me. <laughs> oh, right. poor Ron! Like, give me look, my moment, Harry. I'm a Weasley. You know what that means. <laughs> He's undoomed. <laughs> Red hair, freckles, ugly sweaters. You give me this. <laughs> oh, oh, it's great. I just have the I just have the the minute paused on on this clearly not Ron guy, no. and I love it so much. <laughs> this has got to be the picture you use for the for minute this episode. Yeah. And it's called not the, Ron. the picture of not Ron of not Ron. <laughs> Guys, I think I like so. you need to find out who this guy is. Maybe get him on the show. <laughs> Oh my goodness! He's got to be like, I wonder if Rupert Grint stunt double, like Sorcerer Stone from the the first movie. I don't know. I wonder if I could find him. That would be amazing. Someone with connections, reach out to us. Right? Yeah, dude. Tell me who this guy is. That would be amazing. (laughs) I I just want to I just want to sit here and start googling for this guy right now. That's going to distract me. Uh, So so Harry Harry. Harry makes his move. He stops yeah. Hermione from going to save Ron. Yeah. Um, and then he approaches the king. He know so he does. He does clearly know like where he has to go stand. I have not really paid a ton of attention to him as he moves across the board. He does make that diagonal. He does. He does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's You're right. It just suggests that too. they've been playing quite a bit. Yeah. He Fair knows enough. that he can't just like stride up in front of the king. Except when he looks at the king, it looks like they're, like, face-to-face. Like, mm. they're standing in the same... Yeah, because he's not like, looking up. Yeah. It, His head's it, not Well, no, but even if he was looking much. up, like, if he's standing on a on a space, looking straight face-forward at the king, looking straight face-forward at him, mm. like, that's not at a diagonal. Yeah. And Harry's piece is a bishop, which can only move at diagonals. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sam doesn't know what he's doing. Me. His calling <laughs> checkmate doesn't make sense because he can't be the one to take the king. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not true if um, the other pieces are blocking the king from moving out of that space. That's what I was going to say next. You're totally right. If if Harry's position means that, like, right now the king is in check. No, no, that wouldn't work. If the king is King's already in, in check, check from Ron... Uh, the queen's move to take Ron can't leave the king in check. Yeah, he's not in check, but he's being blocked to move to two other squares, one by Hermione and another by another piece. So if you yes. go, you can go online and you can look at Jeremy Silman's game because they do use it. They, they did film it in really that sequence. I really want to go look at this. That is awesome. You can see it. I think you can see it move by move from start to finish. Um, and you can see the end. You can see the actual end position. Yeah. With Harry moving Yeah, so it looks like the two of them are face-to-face, and uh, Harry looks up at the king, and he says, checkmate. Mm, He does. He does do that. There's the end of the minute. 
Yeah, this is I, fun. I'm excited. I feel like, um, you know, these tests, it's like, I'll tell you something, right? All these tricky wizardry tests, you, you know, yes. you use this spell on this, do this little dance and you'll get through this. You know what else would have worked on all three of these, uh, uh, on all of these traps? Explosives. <laughs> but that's Explos- not magic, Neil. Just blow it up. Devil snare. You, no, there is a spell. Grenade. There is a spell called Explosive um, Armus. No, it's it's Bombarda. Bombarda. There you go. Yeah. Which Just is an explosion. Boom. I thought that's like a, an assault of spam letters. <laughs> spam <laughs> letters. Let's uh, the system, man. Did you guys talk yeah, last week about uh, about Quirrell getting through these traps? We talked a little bit about Quirrell. Spoiler. Flying after, after the uh, uh, the key. Mm. Yeah. Right. And we talked about him with Fluffy because of the um, the harp. Because the harp. Mm. We didn't really talk about the chess match too much. Mm. Okay. Um, we had Nick Jimenez on last week, and he was saying that he just assumed that that Coral kind of cheated to get past all these traps. Um. I, think I he like did the it. idea of Quirrell. I like the idea of him playing his way across the, like mm. having to having to complete them all as well. I think he played it. And, yeah, and, and uh, afterwards there's a set spell saying chessboard reparo, and then everything goes back to where it should be. Exactly. Well, except Just we're still reset. missing two. We're still missing two pieces on the chessboard. But because so it was only he didn't the repair set. every piece. Did he only lose two pieces when he played against? No, it's totally reset. So Quirrell comes into the room, and the and the the spell knows that it's just a one person game because it's only him, and so he takes one position. He beats the game, moves on, and then the whole thing resets with all but, of the pieces. And then these three kids walk or in. Or he only does it in but the that three move that I was work telling you about. These these three kids walk in, mm. and it only takes two pieces off the board. No, it takes three, because it takes the guy because off the, the back of the horse. And his horse. No. Is the other the, the does other, the other knight have a person on the back of it? It does. Okay, I'll have and to it, look. For, I have to look at that. And it's got a guy who is, is leaning way back, holding the reins. Oh, you're right. Oh my gosh. So. Did Did you watch the minute? Guys? I didn't even. No, I did, but I didn't even think about. I didn't even think about the the, the, the guy on the back Magic. of the horse. So it's taken the guy Ron's off the horse, horse so that Ron can get off. I feel the whole thing is a piece. Like, the whole piece would be gone, even the horse. That's what that's yeah. what my head would have gone to. Well, I, I think that's how it like, happens in the... the dude mm-hmm. on the horse. I do, kind of, the I do kind of regret that we don't see Ron deciding which pieces to swap out with his friends. I agree. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, so I'm, I'm, okay, I'm listening to you guys talk about this. And, and, and yes, I, it's all there, but... Uh, if you go back and scrub to minute twenty, uh, second twenty nine, okay, and scrub slightly forward, this is after not Ron hits the ground and bounces, and then it cuts to a real Ron laying there, and you see a bunch of debris falling towards Ron. There's mm-hmm. a piece of debris that sort of caroms off his face and cuts him. You yeah. can see like there's nothing, and then there's a scar, and there's like a slash on his face. It's kind of cool. I uh... no, it looks like he actually got hurt. Like the actual, like the actor uh, in, actually got. Yeah, him. like Rupert he doesn't Grant even move. got hit it's in the amazing. face. It's amazing. He doesn't even move. Um, I, it's I. We talked a little bit last week about this too. Like, I think the only thing that Rupert Grant took home from set was like a piece of 
the uh, hmm. the chess the chessman that he was riding like yeah that had his blood on it yeah the big, the big <laughs> he's like this he took this one this one struck me it's coming home it's coming me. home I will never forget maybe it was lodged in his face and that's how oh, he got it home oh no that's very violent that wouldn't be very, very it's like that it, uh, it makes me think of that moment have you ever seen the movie Hot Rod oh, there's a moment in oh, yeah. Hot Rod where where he he goes to pick Babe. up his, uh, Bill Hader and Bill Hader has like a piece of glass sticking out of his face oh my gosh yes <laughs> he's like it's fine it's fine it's fine yeah just, just take me to the ER actually you know what I don't think I got hurt I think it's CGI because <laughs> this face changes shape after it hits and if you got hit that hard with a piece of rock you would you know your cheekbone would be shattered um so never mind. It just it's an interesting little uh, tidbit they threw in there, but it's not a uh, it's not an actual injury. I thought my bad. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 amazing detail though because it is literally just like a, a fraction of a second. And I guess um, Victoria, I guess when we get to the end, when Harry and the and the and and the kids are reunited after he leaves the hospital wing, if he's got like a scar, they live. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys! Spoilers. Man, I want they're gonna to they're gonna live for at least seven more movies. <laughs> at least. Uh. Oh my Most goodness! Most of them. Most of the. Oh no! Done, done, done. <laughs> I think that's all oh, my actually, notes. Actually, no, I sure just googled it. He actually did. I was wrong. He did get hurt. <laughs> oh. He talks about getting his cut face cut by a prop. Uh, wow, it's amazing that he doesn't uh, he doesn't react to it immediately. No, he's a he, he is. I give him more and more pr- credit every time I even though I think he's a terrible chess player because he didn't just jump off the horse, but whatever. Well, no, <laughs> obviously he's a very good chess player because he did he did get them to checkmate the king. Yeah, it's yeah, more of his gymnastic skills. You're questioning George. Yeah, I think his ability to like absorb absorb damage. I guess where are his <laughs> hit points? <laughs> Right, he has uh, some good defense. Not great defense. Not great. He does still. Mm. He does still he get knocked unconscious. Nah, he's like no, a, he's like faking. a like a plus plus one best. <laughs> there you go. He's faking it just to get Hermione attention. Oh, Hermione attention. Yep. He wants to put the my in Hermione. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh my. See, I, see, I want to talk about this uh, little love triangle. But uh, oh, I've got to know it in a future minute. Maybe we want to. Okay, wanna we'll save it for save the that one? Uh, future minute then. Mm. Yeah, let's let's save that because I feel like uh, I feel like this is a good lengthy minute already. Yeah. So it's got some girth. Yeah should should we should we wrap this one up and move on to and come back to to tomorrow? Could you guys come back tomorrow? Do you want to well, join I, us for I our guess, Tuesday? I guess. Uh, let me look you, in you the can. diary. Yep, that's cool. Well, I we, think I can we, apparate back in time. Perfect. Funny he has to look in a diary and not a, a actual like a like a like a calendar. Like a calendar. No. no what is a, what are those? Not a calendar, but like a your schedule a or a planner. A, a planner. planner. Thank you. I, I don't know why I couldn't Victoria, think of a planner. Victoria. Victoria. I, I know. It's magic. It's magic. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> Always. Do you guys want to? Uh, how about you guys let everyone know where they can find you? Neil, would you care to? No, you go ahead, George. Okay, great. Um, just find us on the Mogwai Minute, pretty much anywhere on the internet. We have a Facebook page where you can come and talk about the Mogwai Minute, or you can talk to us later about it on Twitter, Instagram, all those good things. Awesome. Awesome. You can find us at duelinggenre.com or harrypotterminute.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and, and, and all of those things as well. 
and you should join us tomorrow for minute 127 of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, uh, so we wrap every minute by saying mischief managed, if you guys would like to join us in that. George? I would love to. That sounds amazing. I would love to do a synchronized <laughs> ending. Yeah. <laughs> you All right. <laughs> mischief Mischief managed. Managed. Oh, my God. Mischief managed. Mischief managed. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was way more fun.